Whether you're in the restaurant business or you just want to host any big event, JMV Restaurant Supply can make sure you have everything you need. JMV Restaurant Supply is your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a Scotty, JMV Restaurant has everything you might need. They have locations in Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. If you can't make it in, JMV also has a great website, jvrestaurant.com. Get everything you need for your next event at JMV, your restaurant specialist. Great to see everybody. Um, obviously, you know, exciting weekend for us to to find a way to win that game uh, on Saturday. And, and uh, you know, I think the the film yesterday and even watching it Saturday night, you know, I think bared out that it was a was a game of a lot of ebbs and flows. Certainly, some opportunities for us to take uh, um, take hold of that game a little bit more, but it, it uh, you know ultimately didn't happen. And credit to Eastern Washington to make some plays to. Obviously, make it very, very interesting, and, and fortunately, we were able to string enough plays together on both sides of football at the end of the game to win it. I'm proud of our guys for that. Proud of our guys for their resolve and um, picking each other up. Um, and I, I do think it's you know it's a very challenging place to to play and to win. Um, not necessarily because of the red turf, because East Washington's been very good for a long time. They've been as consistent a program um, as the conference has seen, really. So I'm happy about that, and now we're. We're on to you know another real good opponent in UC Davis, and um, our site's set on a um, an excellent opportunity this Saturday. You know, playing on national TV, um, prime time, all that fun stuff. So it should be a great week of prep, and you know, a, a great game on uh, Saturday night. So open up. Does does winning two in a row in the red turf for the first time, and you're now two and zero in that other place that they haven't had a lot of success on? I mean, is that something you've kind of thought about much or, or take pride in? Well, I think I think when we looked at the schedule, knew we had to go back there um, for a second year in a row, just the way things worked out. Uh, knew that was going to be a challenge um, setting up as our first conference game, coming off the Oregon State game. So there was there was definitely some things, uh, I guess, that were stacked against us. But uh, you know, I knew we would we'd have an opportunity to go in there and win it. I don't think our guys um, were overwhelmed by the, the scenario that was in front of them. I guess so. You know, we did what we had to, um, and you know, going on the road and winning anywhere, I guess, is is a challenge. But you know, there maybe in particular. So I credit our players just uh, not letting past performance or past history be part of the equation. I guess. I mean, it it, it shouldn't be, but sometimes that's hard. That's that's difficult for young uh, young men to figure out sometimes. Uh, anything else that's that out of film that, that um, didn't stand out, I guess, after the game? Well, I, you know, I, I think I think our guys, again, continue to play very hard. Um, you know, one thing that I probably didn't talk enough about, I, I do think we really gained an advantage special teams-wise. We had a couple bad special teams plays between the, the missed field goal and the, the last punt, but we really, you know, good chunk of the middle part of that game, they were playing in the long field and we were playing on the short field. Now we didn't take advantage of all that, but a lot of that has to do with, with our special teams. You throw a block punt in there as the the biggest kind of game changing play. Um, we really negated Chisholm in the return game. I, I think that was, that was very critical. So, you know, probably not, not enough credit post game to just, I think the edge that we gained in special teams. And you know, the, the missed field goal, obviously you expected 19 yards to go in, but, um, was it was there a debate or a thought about going for for to do there? Well, you know, my thought process there, um, I wanted to capitalize on the uh, 
a block pump with some points before the half. Uh, we had taken three plays and gone about two and a half yards. Um, we were still at about two and a half to go. Um, you know, it, it's easy to say you don't make it. You should have gone for it. Um, I, I would take the points again um, in that situation, given the, the point in time of the game. But, you know, it was really it was the three preceding plays as much as it was anything that, you know, um, that caused me to make that decision. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. This, this run game off, but um, you know, to get over 300 yards rushing in that, in that environment, especially how big is that to see? Well, it was big, and I know um, for the first time in a bunch of weeks, we did uh, a little bit more traditionally with a, a running back contributing to that, and it was it was it was great to see Elijah step up to that opportunity. Um, you know, I know we spoke to his lack of opportunity at the Oregon State game, and there was a lot of things that went into that that were kind of out of his control, and even um, I think Taylor's control calling plays. So, you know, I really appreciate how he responded. Um, you know, I think we. We know we can get some mileage out of our quarterbacks. Um, we got a couple plays, I think, with with their receivers mixed in, but to get, you know, some traditional run game out of a from a running back was was big. And I, I think we'll continue to, you know, get guys back and healthy. So that should continue to be part of what we expect each week. Yeah, and then look at this week. Is there any? Excuse me. Is there any different? Uh, I guess prep for a primetime game, or I guess what is that? Well, uh, we've played a, we've played two night games to this right. point. Points, um, not as late. Uh, we did play this late. Um, I know the Weber game was an eight o'clock plus game last year. I, you know, the Sam Houston game was a later game. So our guys have at least, you know, gone through. It's really the waiting in a in a in the course of a day. Um, you know, we practice in the mornings, um, so it's you know flipping our schedule around. All of a sudden, practice at eight o'clock wouldn't make any sense. Um, eight o'clock at night. So uh, you know, it'll be it'll be dark, and we. We played with without lights before, with in front of the lights, with but in the dark, I guess before. So, uh, um, no, I think uh, it should be a great environment for our guys. I, I know the, the weather looks like it's going to be pretty solid all week. Um, I know we're getting it's October first, so you could probably get just about anything. But um, it should be in a great, a great environment. So it's a great opportunity for for our school, for our conference to to be um, you know be on that stage on ESPNU. And then look ahead, Davis. Um, I guess what do you see from that? I know Gilman's kind of a step out a little bit. Yeah, they're uh, you know, to this point, um, you know, being one and three, I, I don't think tells a story. You know, they were they were right there against South Dakota State with a chance to tie. Um, you know, last uh, last Saturday's game against Weber. You know, that was a back and forth affair. So I, I do think uh, as I've seen them I mean we haven't played them since I've been here yet but you know offensively very uh, very diverse um, a lot of weapons you know um, shoot the quarterback at Hastings at 39 completions I think to 10 plus different guys they use their backs out of the backfield really well Gilliam you know was probably a, a, as good an offensive player right now as there is in the league um, but receivers tight ends uh, 
you know, you know, use the running backs in, in the pass game quite a bit. Um, and then on, then on defense, you know, I think they've, they've played really good defense to this point. Um, they give you a lot of different looks, um, you know, multiple front uh, defense that, uh, that we haven't seen in a, in a, in a few weeks now. So, you know, an adjustment on that end, um, we're going to have to play well to win. There's no, there's no denying that. And, and this will be a great challenge for us. How's, how's Tommy doing? I think he's feeling better. You know, uh, he was, he was out there this morning. Um, so progress from, from Saturday and that's what you want to see. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's our hope that he can continue to make progress through the next couple of days so that, uh, next, next week he's able to be active, you know, and that's, uh, that's still a, um, a work of progress. So, so inactive for sure on, on yeah. Saturday. Yep. Any, yeah. any other injury, uh, Jeff, I mean, uh, Jeff, Jeff will be back. Um, you know, Jeff's was kind of a lingering, um, head, head injury from the Oregon state game that, uh, you know, midweek. Um, it was determined that he was going to be out. Uh, Lane is, uh, is, is practicing this week. I, I know, uh, you know, we, we got to sort through how effective he can be, but he's, he's full goal practicing. Um, so I suspect that he'll be able to contribute tight Fleischman is back. Um, you know what that'll mean for our, our regular flow. I don't know, but, uh, but he is back and, um, yeah, otherwise we're, we're sitting pretty good out of that game. Blackfoot Communications just launched new business services delivering big value to smaller firms. With reliable voice, fast internet, business-grade Wi-Fi, and around-the-clock support, Blackfoot ensures you remain connected to your customers, employees, and communities throughout the day, every day. For more information, go to blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Just as a with, with Tom's injury, um, I guess I've seen on film that that play again. Did it same same takeaway as far as the hit? And would you feel okay with it? Yeah, Tommy's Tommy's sliding off of the deep safety, you know, which he's clearly um, five yards away from. He's not feeling the, the pursuit from either side, and, and I don't know that those guys um, necessarily had time to react they actually they more hit helmet to helmet the the, the two East, eastern defenders but you know tommy um took the blow from the side and and you know it's it's one of those things uh, that's that's very bang bang as a quarterback running or anybody for that matter running in the middle of the field you got to kind of be aware from all sides and he he was he wasn't necessarily in that situation unfortunately and um you know i hated to see it go down the way it did, but I, I don't think, um, you know, it's, it's the, it's one of those plays that, that happens so quickly in the game of football that um, I don't know if it could have been officiated any different or coached any different, um, anything like that. You know, it's, it's unfortunate. And you've talked about how, you know, it's football and the injuries happen and things. I guess how much do you keep that in mind and weigh risk and how much, you know, your quarterbacks are getting hits and things like that. How much is, how tough is that? I guess no. It's um, it's complicated. You know, I, I think they're they're definitely a, a dynamic part of our our offensive scheme. Um, you know, it's been my experience. It seems you know over many many years that the quarterbacks that I've coached have got hurt throwing the ball and getting getting hit from that perspective more than they have in the run game. But it's happened both ways. I think you know, obviously you're you raise the risk, um, you elevate the risk, I guess, the more you expose them. Um, 
two hits and, and you try to, you try to have them be as, as smart as possible, but then, you know, they, in like in that situation almost become defenseless. Would he have been better off just taking on that middle safety? I guess in that scenario you would have, um, but there's definitely times when that, that's not the case either. So um, it's, it's definitely a, a calculated risk and um, you know, it's, it's, and injuries are not something that you want to even plan for. You know, I, I, I look at like where the 49ers are at right now. And, and, and you know, is that part of why Trey Lance got hurt? Cause they ran him, or you say, well, for him to be successful, we have to run him, And it's part of the deal. I mean, it's just, I think it's, I think you got to just come to grips with it's part of the deal. And um, if, if it, if an injury does occur, you know, what are you going to do moving forward? And, and, and that's what we're dealing with right now. And then Mac Jones gets hit in the pocket and Tom Brady got in the pocket. So yeah, it's, it's hard to, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a position that is, is obviously everybody's after the guy with the ball and they have the ball a lot. It's just a function of football as quarterback is, is likely going to um, get hit and you hope for the best when it happens. I forget if we, if we talked about, you mentioned it, but it was bringing Sean in part of like, Obviously, he's playing up, you know, a lot and in, in, in preventing the time from getting more. Was so. How much, I guess, was that sort of the factor bringing him in too? Well, I think it was um, to promote competition, to add depth to that position, to add another, I think, playmaker to that position. I think it was all of that, and you know, through the first bunch of games, I think we were able to offset um, some of the. The, the at least the amount of carries by by having Sean run the ball. So, yeah, I mean that was all part of the plan, and, and I, I I know that's it's way more comforting knowing now we have a guy with the experience that Sean has um, that we can insert, and um, you know ideally you know this is one week for Tommy, and we can have him back in the fold um, in another week. Well, speaking of Sean, he'll get his first start in a Bobcat uniform this weekend. Have you had any conversations about that, or what are your expectations? Well, I think uh, um, I think his approach will be a little bit different. You know, the reps he gets in practice will be a little bit more um, directed towards, you know, a, a grander scheme, I guess, or broader broader model of our offense. Um, but I, you know, this is this is no huge deal for him. He has started many games before, so preparing as a starter um, is a little bit of a, a shift. But he's he's done it before, so um, I'm. A, Excited to see what he can do in that role. And, you know, the bigger thing is getting Sean Austin up to speed. Sean hasn't got a lot of reps as we've gone through the fall. So it'll be important that, uh, that he's at least positioned to be um, ready to go into the game. With Tommy and Sean, you guys run a lot of two QB stuff. Would you do that with um, Sean Austin? Uh, I, I don't know if it's as desirable. You know, um, with with Sean and Tommy, I think, I think it's clear that those two guys are uh, – you know, two of our better runners, especially given our situation that we've been in with our running back position. So, um, no, I don't, I don't see us going down that road. I think uh, Danny leads the team in tackles right now. I guess what have you seen from him through four games? involved in that crazy play. Yeah. The game, but what have you seen from him through four games? Well, he's around the ball. I, I think he's got really good instincts, and that's ultimately what uh, um, in, you know got him to that position to be the starting mic. Um, and I do think that group of three guys is, is playing good football, Cal and Nolan as well. Um, but, uh, you know, Danny's taken a, 
a big jump from from where he was last year. I think when he played last year, he did he did some things, but it it wasn't enough to say he needs to be on the field regularly. And, and you know now he's um, he's obviously earned that uh, that opportunity and has made the most of it so far. Yeah, and you mentioned that group of three against Halpin. I know Bill Gap has been such a key for this team, but how big is that to know you got three guys, you know, including Nolan, kind of in that group that there's not much of a drop off there? No, it's 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 good. It's what we, you know, like had intended to do last year. Nolan got hurt pretty early, and um, and we really leaned on those two guys, Cal and Troy, almost exclusively. So to have three, and I I do think we have, you know, um, some guys developing behind that, McKay, Kate O'Reilly's going to be out for a few weeks, but McCato's really making some strides. I think Alex Johnson, if if given an opportunity, um, could go out there and play winning football. Jury shows come a long way too. So, you know, that position is is you know critical in our defense, both both linebacking spots. And um, you know, those guys need to be around the ball. They need to be seeing things correctly. They need to be getting us in the right checks. And then when they get an opportunity to to, to tackle the football, they need to do it. And they've been doing that for the most part. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Do you have anything? Yeah, I have a few for you. Hi, Coach. Um, first of all, we uh, we talked after the game on Saturday about how the, it could be sort of a, a launching point for you guys, right? You know, having a great win in Cheney. How do you go about harnessing that momentum without talking too much about the past and, and focusing on the present? Well, I, I think you, um, you try to pull out the positives and the fact that, okay, we definitely have some guys that can make plays when called upon. Um, we got a team that is going to be able to count on one another. Um, but then you, you also got to say, okay, guys, we got to, we got to do this, this, and this better. We got to be a team that's improving each week. Um, that was really the charge this morning was, um, you know, that was a heck of a win. Um, but I don't know if it was a heck of a performance necessarily, you know, and, and just, keep moving forward, but every, every week you got to learn from that prior, um, prior game, you know, and you got to be able to bank that, um, go on the practice field. And today is a lot about corrections, um, get those things corrected, you know, start digging into the next opponent and, you know, reutilize, I guess, that same formula every week. And, and, you know, hopefully you can in some way quantify that you are getting better each week because as a football team, um, you're trying to gain momentum. And that's where I, I do think a, a win in that situation from a, a lot of just the intangible things can, you can build off of that. And, and that's, I think that's what I think I saw mostly out of our guys is just, you know, um, coming off a really hard loss where we were, we didn't perform the way we'd hoped to just to find a way. Um, I think you can always, you know, um, look each other in the eye and say, okay, well, we're going to figure this out. And, and, you know, if that's calling back to the last Saturday, that's calling back to last Saturday. Speaking of uh, really figuring it out, it seems like, I mean, Sebastian Valdez has been big enough and strong enough for, since he, I mean, for the last two years, but it seems like he really has a sense of the moment now too. It seems like he's sort of rising up to realize 
Like he is a premier player in this league. How much does does that confidence help his performance? No, I think it's uh, you know it's big. He's got to be a playmaker for us. Um, you know, he was a guy that made some plays last year. Was certainly playing um, you know second fiddle to some really good pl- playmakers up front, and I think he recognizes um, that he's got to be you know maybe the catalyst uh, up front, and whether it's been in the run game or the pass game. I think he's continued to fine tune um, his game technically, um, but then in, in, in some really critical moments, um, you know, I don't know that it's finding another gear or whatever, but just finding a way to make a play. And, and you know, I thought I thought our defensive line really had an impact um, through the second half, in particular in that game, uh, putting pressure, getting some hits on Talkington. You know, early on he got flushed a couple times. We didn't get him. Um, but ultimately, we made those plays as the game went along. And, um, you know, uh, Sebastian's such a humble um, but hungry player with a whole bunch of ability and, and, and strength and weight now. It's, uh, um, you know, you just you see him continuing to just climb as, as this year goes on, his career does. I also wanted to ask you about James Campbell. I'm just doing a little feature on on him. And uh, I mean, from, he's from a long ways away, but he stuck it out through all the stuff that has gone on at the program and with him too. So what have you thought of his perseverance to make it to his senior year? Well, I've, I've really appreciated James since I got here. Um, you know, he's a, he's a very determined young man. I think that determination has allowed him to, to withstand uh, being a long ways from home, um, being an offensive player that's become a defensive player. Um, having a real impact on special teams takes, uh, you know, especially as a younger player, takes a kid that uh, is determined to f- make an impact no matter what. So, um, you know, I really thought James responded uh, on Saturday with a good game. Um, you know, he uh, he probably didn't play his best or wasn't as aggressive as we maybe would have liked at Oregon State in some instances, but bounced back, you know, and, and he's a competitor and he's a team player. Um you know, he's down there covering punts as well. He drew a flag on a punt, um, you know, so I just uh, I appreciate who he is. I think he's one of our like our unsung leaders. Um, I think a lot of guys appreciate, you know, the way he goes about his business. So he doesn't necessarily have to say much, but he really does have an impact on on a, a bunch of guys. So he's a guy that's not a captain. He's not on our leadership council, but he's definitely one of those those guys that still, you know, um, has a presence about him. And when it comes to UC Davis, you mentioned, uh, you know, the record, but I mean, I've watched them against South Dakota State and against Weber State, and uh, they look very good. So uh, how do you sort of communicate that? Obviously, your guys are going to be ready to go, but uh, I mean, this is a team that made the playoffs last year, preseason top 25. I mean, they're a very, very talented team despite their record. Yeah, I think uh, you point out who they've played. Um, I think everybody sees that, uh, you know, I think Weber and, and South Dakota State are among the best teams in, in FCS, um, you know, Cal. I think Cal's three and one right now, um, you know, and even the, the last three games of last year, which they lost were two playoff teams in a playoff game. So, um, no, they're, they're good. They're dangerous. And their backs are against the wall. I, I think uh, you point all those things out. I think you just flip the film on and I think our guys will recognize that this is a, a you know, this is going to be a challenge um, both sides of the football. Um, they got a lot of ways to move the fall, the ball on offense and, and defensively, they've been been very stout. And, and, you know, I think both Weber and South Dakota State in particular, I think have, you know, have good offenses that they've been able to keep in check for the most part. So, uh, 
yeah, we're going to have to play well. I think our guys understand that. Um, you know, I, I do think our guys have really, um, really do understand that each week's its own week and, and we got to prepare and we got to find a way to get better week in, week out. And that's, that's the task they're on um, as of this morning. They threw the ball last a lot last week. Hastings looks like a pretty good quarterback, but uh, it, it seems as if there's sort of this brand of UC Davis because of Dan Hawkins and because of what they had for several years when they first joined the big sky of, of sort of this offensive oriented team. But when I watch them, they look really good on defense. How do you evaluate their defense? They look really fast. Yeah, I think they're uh, they're they're sound first and foremost. Um, they they tackle well. I think their their linebacking crew of so their inside backers and their outside backers, um, you know, can cover a lot of ground. I, I you know they, they they play enough man coverage so they can challenge they can challenge their corners in particular. Um, and then they got some they got some really effective guys up front, you know, and and. Um, one, you know, they got one guy, it's three fifty. That's hard to move, but they got some active guys up front too. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a really good collection. Um, and they, I think they have the ability to play, play a bunch of guys on defense as well to keep guys fresh. So been impressed with them. Um, and that's, uh, defending the pass, um, and then, and, and, you know, really slowing down the run game. So, you know, we're gonna, you know, like I've said many times, we're gonna have to play well to, to get this done. Any crossover with Dan Hawkins, and, and if so, how would you just describe his uh, his style? Um, no, I mean outside of our our interactions at you know our, our different uh, Big Sky activities, uh, whether that's our, our winter meeting or the, the kickoff, um, you know, uh, certainly respect you know his his success as a as a coach going back uh, quite quite some time. You know, he he definitely made his mark as a head coach at Boise, and then you know got the opportunity to go to Colorado and. Um, you know, and he's out of the, out of the coaching game for a while and gets back into it internationally and then finds his way back to his alma mater. And, and, you know, Davis, um, Davis moved, moved up to one double A at the time, about the same time we did at NDSU. So we were in that great West conference and, um, they, they, I'd say they struggled a little bit towards the tail end of our time in the great West. So kind of lost sight of them a little bit in the big, uh, Big Sky, we played them at Wyoming in, um, I think it was in 16. Um, but then he, he's really, so that there's, I think there was a certain level of struggle there for a few years, but he's brought uh, stability, success um, to that program, um, knows knows who he is, knows how he wants to do things. And, you know, um, he's been, I, I really enjoyed getting to know him a little bit. So um, it'll be good to compete against him for the first time here. And last one for me, uh, Davis had a um, couple all-league, uh, preseason all-league offensive linemen. And uh, I know that, I mean, Jake Parks has been, you know, starter and all-American caliber there, guy on the inside of the offensive line for a while. Did, does that show up on film? I mean, did, did you see them have a, a pretty talented offensive front? Yeah, they're not uh, they're not the biggest, um, you know, weight-wise, but they're athletic. You know, I think that's what you see. So, you know, with that athletic, they got good length. Um, so they're good both, I think, in the, the – the things they ask them to do in the run game are, are more from an athletic perspective, I'd say, but then, pat, you know, protect the passer. They're, they're good. So yeah, they, you, you know, you throw the ball 59 times for, you know, and whatever it was 57 times, and you know, you're, you're having to pass block a lot and you're protecting that guy pretty well. And he's got time to throw. So no, they've uh, you know, anytime you're, you're balanced like they are, it does start with an offensive line that can, can both run and pass block and has athleticism and um, 
you know, you can really ask them to do a lot. So, no, they've been impressive. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC.